Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 53 of the Prosperity Project. Today, we're going to be sharing with you a really smart little technique that you can actually discover how you truly feel about something. And the whole concept being that if you know actually how you're feeling, you can root cause and then you can counter act against it. So it's called the five whys principle. And I've been reading a book in the past week that is called Finding Your Own North Star by Martha Beck. So she's a lady who specializes in a lot of self-help books. She's got a very unique background. She came from a religious cult, if you like, quite a, a kind of serious um, religious background. She left all that. She completely got disowned and she focused instead on actually helping people figure out what they want to do in life and follow their purpose. So it's a really fascinating book and you might not have heard of this concept before, a North Star concept. It basically means how do you know that you're going in the right direction for what feels good to you? It's kind of like finding, well, stars were obviously used in actually, you know, navigating ships and all that if we go really old school. It's about what do you use for your moral, your value compass? So I think that knowing where you want to head and understanding your reasons behind that actually allow you to really focus on what you need to do to get there. Yes. Ultimately, I've discussed it before on the podcast, you need to dig deep into your reasons why, because the stronger your reasons why, Mm. the more likely you are to commit and to follow through. So when you look at um, some people's habits in life, so people that smoke, for example, Mm. your reason to quit, your reason why you might want to change it is often founded in something not very solid okay so you don't have a fear of anything so although they put all of the warnings on packets and everything else ultimately as everyone has in life a little bit of the it won't happen to me syndrome Mm. so then you tell yourself stories like i want to be healthy for my kids i want to blah 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 but most of the time people don't commit or able to do anything with that because their whys aren't strong enough to overcome the discomfort of ultimately changing that addiction. Whereas if you suddenly had a health scare Mm. and basically your life's on the line unless you make a change, suddenly that's a massive why. And the interesting thing about this conversation, I think, is it's how you navigate and explore those whys to dig deep enough to find out whether they're big enough, where they're big enough, and ultimately where you're able to commit to the journey in order to get the results and the outcomes that you're looking for. It's really about finding your purpose and that's what we're going to go over in this episode. Is it also getting aligned to actually the things that really matter to you. So that's why we've called this episode the five whys, this technique that allows you to go deeper than the surface on why you experience things and you know how to, to kind of counteract some of the behaviours that you don't want to help you shift. It's really also about could you imagine the world if everyone was being all they could be. I said this to you this week. Imagine mm-hmm. if everyone showed up without any worries or baggage or, you know, thinking about where they were in the past or anything they've done. They just allowed themselves to be the creative things that they want to do, that they are gifts and talents. Imagine if everybody did that. And that's what this whole book is about. It's about actually 
putting off some of the society images for ourselves that we've grown up with or what we thought we should do and actually getting back to what do you want to do what do you want to be the focus for your life I think one of the biggest issues with any type of journey so you talk about people's living their potential Mm. the challenge is that it takes work absolutely so unfortunately we don't get sprinkled with magic and overnight you're able to deliver on these things that your potential allows for and I think that that's one of the things that puts people back from doing it Mm. and at which point that's why we we aren't doing the things that maybe we would like to do that we could do absolutely society opinions the time it takes to do things, all these things can get in our way. But it's it's the work. Mm. And that's why having that why, I think, makes the work easier. At least if you've got a strong enough why, then your purpose actually feels like it's being fulfilled throughout the challenging times and the yes. hard work. And that's what we're going to do. So this North Star as well, not only about kind of setting that goal or destination, it's actually, if you think about it, when they, they use, you know, the stars to navigate around the world in any form, it's so that they always know where they are relative to where they are right now. So as in, are they going the direction that they want? If they know that the North Star is this, well, where's it going? To the North, right? That's the whole point, that they always knew which way around their compass was. And it almost is giving this superhuman ability to also overcome anything that comes your way if you know you've got this focal point this grounding in what you believe how you want to show up in the world then whatever comes you know that you can overcome those challenges because you know which direction you're going you know what matters to you and you'll you know make sure if you get lost you can come back on the right course and i think if you're looking at that classic navigation picture Ultimately, if you know that you need to get back home with your ship full of goods and that's where you get paid and that's where you get the praise and the recognition, whatever it happens to be, you know that as long as you're on that right path, even though the seas may get rough and stormy and there'll be challenges and maybe you have to do maintenance to your ship and things are just going a bit wrong here and there, ultimately you can always rely on the fact that if you're heading in that right direction and you continue to make that progress, that you will get the reward at the end. And therefore, the stormy seas and everything else aren't something where you say, you know what, actually, I'm not going to go to where I wanted to go. I'm going to steer somewhere else entirely. You just know that that's part of the picture. Mm. And therefore, it's although it's not ideal, it doesn't turn you off that ultimate goal. Absolutely. So I want you to keep that in mind. We've all got this North Star within us. We've all got something that helps, keeps us anchored when we actually are maybe off course it allows you to come by that's what you want to as humans that's what we want to aim for always this thing that gives us the grounding to know that we're representing and showing up as the person we want to be we might forget who we who we were but you can absolutely rebuild that confidence to know that you know where you're going and the confidence that is now when we feel negative emotions the author was actually explaining that a lot of the time it's because you're experiencing situations and feelings that are in opposition to your north star how you truly want to show up and you know your grounding in life so one of the tools she talked about was this five whys 
And I'd never heard of it before, but let me go through it because I think it's really quite powerful and really quite simple. But often, well, the simple things can sometimes be the most profound, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it all started back in the Toyota car factory. Now, you'll know, we, we get a flow for Japanese technology companies. I've mentioned, you know, a couple of different ones. They've had strategies about fixing things in Kaizen. It all comes from that industry in particular. But Toyota came up with the five whys and it was to look at how to fix the root cause of something so that a problem doesn't show up. So often we will have these continual stubborn reoccurring problems in our life or let's think about the car manufacturing world. They're often the byproduct of something more fundamental. So let's for example say on a high level I, I right now I'm trying to work out my knee, my left knee is giving me just a little bit of jip when I try and bear weight on it. And what happens actually, it's not my knee that's the issue. There's something levels down. Actually, I've got tight hips. So the tightness in my hips I'm working on because I know even though the byproduct is a sore knee in a little way, if I fix the balance of my hips, it then means the rest of my body can function. And that's what this is all about. It's kind of like ignoring the top level and trying to get what is the root thing that is causing other things to happen. And it's, you know, it's about being the opposite of those quick fixes, right? So my quick fix in my scenario would be just maybe, you know, try and do some strength exercise of my knee knee or put put a knee brace on, but I'm not actually fixing the problem because my tight hips could end up that my foot starts to hurt or my back starts to hurt. You see, there's multiple end results coming from actually the core issue now what happens is in life though we look for these quick fixes okay you want to resolve things so that the surface appears clean and tidy you know if we get rid of that then we don't really have to do any heavy graft and the whole point toyota said that they actually wanted to eliminate so many different random errors and mistakes if they could really find out what is the core issue you fix that and then you don't have the multiplications of other problems and it's all about a a certain type of philosophy of really going in in depth understanding and and they applied on the shop floor because to them well guess what were the what were they ultimately trying to do by getting to the core issues you're trying to increase efficiency you're trying to reduce costs make a better car you know exactly if you you fix the root problem then there's not going to be multiple other things that are costing you in resource and employees time and money and all those things right so for them it was commercial but we can apply this to real life so this is remarkably simple and it's all about asking yourself five times why okay (laughs) so before we go into that what i would say is sometimes the quick fix is a solution um, sometimes the quick fix actually resolves your problem because it wasn't that deep a thing. Right. But when you have reoccurrence of things or things in the similar family of issues, that's when you've got to say to yourself, hold on a minute, I've got to dig deeper, I've got to do stuff. The thing is, not everything necessarily needs a massive investigation and a deep dive. But, you know, If you're cooking a meal and you find out that you burnt some food, 
then it doesn't need a deep dive as to <laughs> everything that's going on. You know what? It's just really easy to turn down the temperature a bit. Okay, yeah. That solves the problem. But if you're continually burning stuff, then potentially... You're, you're distracted. Your distraction, yeah, attention, exactly. everything else. So that's why I think it's when you have repetitive issues... Mm-hmm. Even if it's just occurring more than once, like more than once is enough. You don't need it to exactly. happen 10, 15 times. Because that's the thing. In Toyota, I would guess that if they had one mistake, mm. then in all likelihood, it could have been user error or something really simple. So you don't need a massive strategic plan and a deep dive. Whereas if you're seeing consistently issues like, you know, the, the windows don't fit the frame, mm. then it's not going to be necessarily that the glass is wrong. Maybe it's the mold on the doors is wrong, for example, or something like that. So you deep dive, but not on a one-off necessarily. But I still think before you decide whether it's a one-off or a, a long-term issue or whatever, absolutely asking yourself the questions is worthwhile and going into, more so when it's repeated but even on that one-off, it doesn't take anybody that much time to ask them these series of questions yep. to work out if there's something deeper. Exactly. And the thing about asking five whys automatically has sprung into, you know, being parents ourselves. How many times do we hear the word why? <laughs> and kids do this phenomenally. So it's all about asking yourself why five times. And what happens is you kind of like with an onion, you peel away until you get to the root cause. Then once they have that root cause going down the levels five times, you can then put in a countermeasure that is a set of actions that actually prevents the problem arising so before you even get to the fifth level up from it you've gone deep down and what they found in the factory was actually the counter methods made the the whole system more robust so before they were dealing with the surface level but when they were actually treating now more of the foundational issues that hadn't been addressed their efficiency their productivity better quality cars you know cheaper there was a ripple effect of just fixing a couple of key areas. So that's what we were going to do. So let's have an example. So I right. joked there about our kids. We've got a four-year-old right now, and Sam is the classic. You know, every every day there's some question. It's mum, mum, mum. Can we, I want to do this? And I'll go, you know, we can't do this. Why? Well, because it's this. Why? And it really, he is the master of the why. And I think it's getting back to that childlike state. It's actually going, okay, tell me the fundamentals that don't seem confusing. So are you ready? I'm going to give you a scenario. Got it. So I want you to think about lots of relationships either break up or people stick together. But imagine you were carrying this thought of every relationship I go into ends in a breakup. Okay, you would then ask your question. So that's a very definite statement. We've got a generalization. Every time I'm in a relationship, it goes wrong. Something happens. Well, unless you're in a relationship at that time, then yeah, every relationship you've ever been in has, <laughs> has, got, has, has broken failed up, in right? You, it's failed. So you would ask yourself why. And you might say to yourself, well, the other person leaves me or they, you know, they don't treat me right. Why? Well, they say, you know, they leave me because they say I'm too needy or we're not compatible. Okay, but why? Well, you know, I just want them to value me. I want to feel special. Well, why? Well, I want to feel happy and secure because when I know that, you know, somebody values me, I feel I feel happy and content in life. And then we come to the final what? So why? And then you're starting to go, okay, so why do I feel that I need someone else to be happy? Well, actually... I can remember feeling insecure as a child 
and the world felt scary without my mum or dad kind of appreciating me. And so very quickly, you've got to that core of where it's come from. And then you could say to yourself, oh, actually, the issue is I feel insecure about something that tends to then trigger behaviours or actions from me and the partner because it's a two-way tango, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just you or them showing up. Both of you are doing actions that that are probably amplifying that insecurity. Well, what happens in that case is that you can then learn that you need to be secure and content in yourself exactly. and bring the best version of yourself to a relationship rather than expecting the relationship to, to patch you. the issues exactly. and things like that. So the counter action there would be, what well, if I took time to build up my own appreciation of myself and self-love and care, you would realise that actually you deserve love because you're worthy of love. Every human is, des- deserves love. It's not mm-hmm. gained. It's not based on what your actions are. So if I work on actually realising, regaining that knowledge of myself that isn't based on a person or a circumstance or a thing, then I can see that actually I'm going to show up differently. I'm going to be a different person. So you see with that step of having this holistic view of relationships always break up, there's no point in falling in love, no point in trusting everyone to quickly actually, well, there's stuff I could do on how I appreciate myself that means that I'm going to show up differently and drive a, a healthier appreciation of myself and then encourage a healthy appreciation by the other person. And so you can see it's an incredibly powerful tool and also shifts responsibility from as I say, from events or circumstances to what can I do here? And again, it's not saying, well, I need this person to change. I need that to be, you know, to be different. I need different, you know, partner or relationship. No, actually, I know if I fix the root cause, I'm going to then have a ripple effect. So what also you can find is not only do these five whys help you explore problems and issues and understanding deeper as to what the root cause might be and how you can work to resolve it. But also, I think, your goals and your ambitions as well. So I've mentioned this before on the podcast about if you ask people what they'd like in the world, a lot of people mention a bank balance. Right. So give me a million pounds, five million pounds, whatever in the bank, and then I'll be happy. Then I'll be satisfied. That sets me up. But actually, that's the first step where you ask, why? And then often you'll get to things like, oh, so I can have the stuff or I don't have to do this job. Why? Why? And if you ask why enough, Mm. and actually people don't want the money. They want the feelings. They they want want the feelings. They maybe don't want to answer to someone for a day job because they've always hated having a manager and having these demands put upon them. Or maybe... They're not fulfilled by the job. And if they had the money, they can then go and do something different that they find more fulfilling that might not be as lucrative financially, but actually they'll get more joy or satisfaction. Or maybe they want to spend more time with their family or they want to travel or this, that or anything else. And the moment you explore all the way down to those whys and you find out what it is that you really want either to have or to remove, Mm. then you can say, well, how do I get that? in a different way Mm -hmm. because ultimately if you want to have the opportunity to let's say travel a lot more to tick off 30 countries over the course of a year because you really just want to visit a bunch of places 
Well, then you're not in a case where you need a million or five million pounds in the bank. Yes. Instead, you just need to explore what it actually takes. How quickly can you save the money for that to happen? And then how do you work your job so that you can take time off to do that that you want to do? And all of these things are possible even with a day job Mm -hmm. or some of these things are possible in tandem with a day job. Some things you can put in place and then gradually shift the day job. The point Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. that the money isn't the thing that's holding you back. The lack of a million pounds isn't your problem. Mm. It's not actually getting to the root cause of what you actually want to achieve and then exploring how do I make it happen with the circumstances I have. Because the challenge we, I think we can all have in life is that we have these big dreams of what we want to do, big dreams of what life would ideally look like, but we don't actually explore as to what it takes to get there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you don't know what it takes, if you don't know how difficult or potentially how easy it is, then it's very difficult to make those little steps to get there. And by digging down into that why and understanding, then you can remove so many layers of rubbish on top and actually get to the root issue that you can probably tackle a hell of a lot easier than you thought. Absolutely. Because you know what? Taking a year off of work and saving enough money prior to that to go on a bunch of trips is a lot more obtainable than a couple of million pounds in the bank. Absolutely. And I always say getting more money will only solve your money problems. So once you get the money, what about your health? What about your relationship? What about, you know, your self-care and image? You're going to still have these other feelings just the same. Money only will solve the physical money problems. And this particular technique is incredible at actually getting those underlying beliefs about yourself as you've talked about, right? It's going deeper than just the surface, which actually can be incredibly liberating because you're actually starting to realise what makes you think and tick. And also a lot of the the false beliefs you might have got programmed into yourself by what you've believed about the world, how you've seen things work. Like at the end of the day, this was on a production line that this technique was devised to fix problems at the root level. But that doesn't mean that it's not applicable to us as humans with emotions. We're still as simple to understand when we see problems occur if we go that deeper level. So can you do this with anything? Absolutely at all. You you know, Matt talked about you don't want to go to work. You can do it, you know, if you're thinking about your health, okay, so you, I don't want to feel frumpy anymore. You could say, why? Well, I want to feel like I'm healthy and toned and I can, you know, have lots of energy. Why? Well, so that I can do lots of things and also be around as long as I can for my family. Why? So that I can enjoy life and experience things and be a good role model. Okay, why? So that I just feel comfortable with everything. And you can see very quickly you get to actually, it's not that you don't want to feel frumpy, you actually want to feel the best version of you can and healthy and energetic. Well, I think that that's actually an area where digging deep enough and finding the strong enough why mm. means that you're more capable of committing to the journey, which yes. certainly isn't easy. If you're feeling frumpy, then in all likelihood, your body shape isn't quite where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And that journey of getting from that place to a place where you're more comfortable isn't easy. No, not at all. It takes a lot of willpower, a lot of focus, and it's not a quick process. Mm. So in order to achieve that, you need to dig deep enough to find a powerful enough why. Because in the list that you gave there, 
I didn't find a why that was powerful enough in what you were saying that I think would potentially overcome the fact that it's a difficult journey. It doesn't mean that people can't just because they want to look better or feel slightly better. But I think that you need to dig deep enough to find something that hurts mm. so that then the discomfort of making the change hurts less. Absolutely, absolutely. And the, the root cause of whatever you go to and whatever you're working out is a, the root issue. It will always misalign with your North Star, the thing that you're actually using to gauge you, the positive thing that you're using to gauge in your life. And it allows you to then correct those underlying thoughts that aren't right because mm -hmm. they're causing you more trouble. It's causing you more issues to hold on to that root cause than it is to let it go and replace it in your life. And it's to make sure ultimately that we start to show up like the true north, the version of us that we actually do know is within us and we're aligned to because that is still guiding all your, your thoughts and what you do. You're causing yourself a lot of suffering and pain because you keep misaligning. You keep all... And I think what's great about this technique is it usually starts with quite a negative viewpoint something out with your control but then very quickly over the course of doing the five whys you switch to actually something that's more positive in statement yeah i think you actually bring everything back into a focus to yourself to what you can do to where your yes. strength and your power and your abilities are which means that it's much easier to manage it's much easier to focus on it's much easier to move forward from something where you have the ability to influence it. You don't have a huge amount of ability to influence your bank balance in the short term, but you do have the ability to work out how you're going to travel or how you can make something that you really enjoy earn money for you. Those are things that are directly within your control. If you dig deep enough to find what those are, then your journey is a lot easier because it rests on your shoulders. It rests on your knowledge, your abilities, and then you should be able to pinpoint the actions that you need to put in place in order to move forward with the outcomes that you're looking for. So as we close up this episode, I'm going to challenge you. I believe that actually we can be content in all shapes and circumstances in life. It's all about digging to the deep root cause and replacing them. Now, I'm not saying that's an easy journey. Nobody is perfect in this lifetime, so you will never get that perfect, you know, sense of self or self-image. But I think it's a really powerful technique to order, in order to just align some of the fundamental self-beliefs that are maybe causing you just too much suffering and a little bit of scratchy niggles in your life that it's about time you start to address some of them. So I hope it's a really powerful technique that you'll use. And I encourage you to use it this week get a notepad and pen and something that keeps annoying you in life if it's a relationship if it's your health your money go deeper and find that root cause and I love using affirmations and a bit of journaling so start to write out the the thought the counter action that you're going to take to overcome it and I bet you find that actually very quickly the actions you you take off the back of that inspiration will ripple effect in such a, a broader way than you can expect so thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode it's really a joy to share with you some of these 
tips and strategies that we are learning and we have got obviously 52 other episodes now that you can listen back on so why not listen to another episode today because no doubt you've enjoyed this one and you're still out a walk or you're in the gym and you want to keep listening so listen to something else that catches your eye that it seems to you know pop out at you as something good that could really fulfill and give you a bit of guidance today if you want to also hit subscribe we would love that it means you get notified when we upload and also when you finish listening to this why not pop yourself onto youtube and make sure that you are subscribed to the mama furfa channel yes my channel <laughs> it's about money and personal finance fin- investing yeah. success entrepreneurship i'm going for that 100k award in youtube you get a nice award once you hit 100k subscribers i would love to achieve that so come join the party over on youtube yeah so if you find yourself watching various videos but you're not subscribed why not subscribe it costs you nothing it's free do also leave us a comment if you enjoyed a five-star review on wherever you're listening but thank you so much for listening we'll speak to you very soon